Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Oleg Lohid. He, his start in life was inauspicious. At nine years old, he relinquished his parents' rights and entered a Russian orphanage. At 12 years old, he decided to be adopted into a new family in a new country halfway across the world to start a new life. At 24 years old, he began his journey of helping others live the life they have always dreamed of, despite their hardships and misfortunes by allowing them to recognize the uniqueness and worth within their own story. You can find out more about him at his website, which is Overcoming Odds. Today, And you can also find his podcast, the events that he hosts and is involved in. And you can also share your stories and experiences at that website as well, overcomingodds.today. He told his story in our last episode, so you should definitely go back and listen to that. He has such a powerful story uh, that led him to where he is today. Oleg, welcome back, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. It's so great to have you back. I had a great time with you in the last episode. I can't wait to mm-hmm. dive in today. And like I said, you told your story in the last episode. So today, let's talk some business. You've been running a nonprofit, and you started a nonprofit, and have been owned, you've owned and operated for two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you do events, you do all kinds of different things with it, and helping people tell their story and really overcome the odds in their own lives. Like, tell us a little bit about starting the business and operating it. What what would you share after doing it for two years? What would you share with other business owners that you've learned? And what are some of the things that you've overcome as you've owned and operated this nonprofit? You know, I, I appreciate you asking that question because when I had started this organization, one of the things that I was very fortunate to have an opportunity to do, and that is be exposed to starting not similar ventures, but other types of endeavors and businesses prior to it. And one of the things that I've learned prior to, or from that particular experience is the mindset that I was taught primarily through the schools that I was a part of. And it was when you start a business, one of the first things you need to do is you need to go out there and find a client. I think that's a question that we always ask ourselves was, who is that client? Paint me the persona. What do they look like? What is their name? How old are they? And I used to do that for the longest time. And then I remember when I started this whole journey of developing overcoming odds to what it is now, I had this moment where I was sitting down at a coffee shop and I had this realization that I'm not going to build this organization with that mindset. And the reason why I decided to go the other way around and decided to become my own client, become the client of the business, is because I firmly believed, and time was able to prove this, 
that there's a point within your business where you are faced with a rather difficult question. And the question becomes, do I stay or do I go? And I think the only way that I've been able to answer that question is identify why did I start this to begin with? So I was really able to understand what sol- what problem is this solving? Why is this a need? Well, let's, and, let's go back real quick when you're at mm-hmm. this point and you're starting this venture to begin with. You know, mm-hmm. I always I always talk about the what and the why. Those are the two most important things. And most people, mm-hmm. you know, vision is so important because vision is what allows other people to attach and really, you know, build to the future. And because, you know, the old saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. And so yeah. to go far, you need other people to see the vision that you've created, attach to the why and build with you and work with you. Now, you start with the what. So when you started your nonprofit, you know, what was it? What was your what? What was that thing that you were trying to do with it? And then based mm-hmm. on that what, how did you develop then the why for doing it? Mm-hmm. Well, the what was creating a space where I can better understand my own lived experience. And the why was for the longest time prior to formally starting this particular venture, I used to ask myself the question of why me? I used to ask myself the question of why did I have to go through what I had to? And what is there to learn from it? What is the purpose of all this? What was the purpose of me being adopted? What was the purpose of me losing my mom the year after I was adopted? What was the purpose of me going through all of the traumatic experiences that I did during the first nine years? And for the longest time, I used to think that that answer had to come in this dramatic fashion and that it was going to take me my whole life to figure it out. But what I've realized over time was that the answer was always within me. And it was truly as simple as it sounds. If not you, then who else? Who else was meant to go through this? So that's where I was able to use that why and that understanding through that particular answer and really just create a space where I can be heard, where my voice can be heard, can be supported and understood in a way that there are other people walking along similar paths in life. So in return, it made me feel that I'm not alone, that there are other people facing similar challenges. So when I was able to identify those two things, as you had mentioned, the what and the why, that's when I think things begin to fall into place. And as part of that journey, one other thing that I've realized was that the more I was able to get connected to who I was at my core, the more other people began to appear in my life. People who wanted to help, people who wanted to offer guidance, people who wanted to offer resources. So the quote that you mentioned, and I've heard it a thousand times, but I'm still going to butcher it. And I, I, I understand the principle behind it, but not the exact wording that I can remember. And that is if you want to, um, what is it? If you want to go alone, if you want to go, if you want to go, go, go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, as, as part of that, what I'd begin to notice was that if I continue to work on myself and if I continue to solve this problem internally, that there will be other people that will attract to it simply because of the energy that I think we all share within this world. So when I started to position myself in that particular way, 
that's when other people begin to come into my life and come to me and say, how can I help? What can I do? Yeah, we call that, that's alignment, my friend. You're in alignment mm-hmm. with what with your purpose and with how you operate, with how you operate and other people will sense that. They'll see it, and it's it creates synchronicities. And mm-hmm. Synchronicities are what people will look at and be like, well, you know, where did this come? Because I don't believe in coincidence. I don't think there is such thing as coincidence. I think coincidences, they happen. Uh, and the reason we call them coincidences is because our mind can't, can't our human mind can't kind of figure it out or put reasons behind it. How it happened. Right, yeah. but it's a mm-hmm. synchronicity. When you're aligned, then you know the universe, God, grace, whatever label you choose to give it, will support you and assist you in doing what you're doing because you're putting the energy out there in an aligned way and you're pursuing where you're supposed to go. You're being pulled in a direction. And so one yeah. of the other things that I want to touch on about your story which I think what you mentioned, which I think is brilliant, is to make yourself your own first client. And the reason I love that so much is because a lot of people have these ideas about what they need or what they would like, and they put together these things and these ways they're going to help people. But the problem is they've never done what they're trying to help others do. So it's like, yeah, that would be nice if you could help someone do this, but can you really do it? Can you deliver? By making yourself your own client, your first client, you get to solve that problem for yourself and then based on that, you have the, the you have what you need, the resources, the proof, the experience to go out and help other people. And you only and there's need, so many, yeah. There's so many things that you learn through it. And one of the biggest things that I've learned throughout that journey, as you just mentioned, is one of the things that tr- I truly believe money cannot buy. And that is character. When you build something from the point of view where you are forced to be that client and you are solving that problem on a daily basis, it develops your character in a way where you really understand it from a completely different perspective. I mean, think about a time when you've experienced a hardship or any of the listeners, and the only way for you to solve it was to go through blood, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears to get to the root of that problem. So when you do that, you have an entirely different perspective of how you can solve it. And you've actually solved an element of it just by simply committing yourself to the process with that end goal in mind. Yeah, and that's so important to really get to the root of it and solve the root problem. Because what Mm -hmm. I noticed a lot of other entrepreneurs do is they try to solve the symptoms of the problem. It's yes. like when you go to the doctor and you say, hey, I have a headache, and he says, take some aspirin. Well, that's great. It'll take mm-hmm. my headache away, but what's causing the headache? Mm-hmm. Why do I actually have it? And so it's always like, how do you solve a problem that is the root cause problem? Because those are the businesses that last. Those are the businesses that are sustainable and scalable. Because, yeah. for instance, I see a lot of people who say, well, I'll help you communicate better. And that's great. Communication's a big problem, and it's something that if you clearly do, it will help you. However, maybe you don't have a communication problem per se. Maybe you have yeah. a clarity problem. Maybe yeah. you're not clear enough on what problem you actually solve and how you provide value to the market. So you can communicate all you want, but if you don't have complete clarity on what you're communicating, communication mm-hmm. is like putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm Yeah. at that point. And, you know, as part of what you're mentioning, what it makes me think of is this whole aspect and this journey that I decided to go on, and that is really understanding your own narrative. And as part of that journey, it, it I'm a huge believer of it because I, I, I live it day in and day out is that there's no, you're never at a point where you are too old to rewrite that narrative that you're telling yourself. And when you think about it, 
we tell a narrative when it comes to almost everything in life. I mean, that's, that's one of the ways that I think we form meaning out of this life because without meaning, I mean, what is life to begin with? And so what you're mentioning is very important and interesting to a lot of the listeners of the show. And the reason why I believe is because when you are able to take a step back and really understand the full story that you are telling yourself, such as in this particular case, if you're telling someone that you have a communication problem, well, what could be causing that is actually, I, I don't know, a financial problem that you've had or a relationship that you didn't fully close. And so there's always a problem beyond that. That's, that's truly causing this thing that you have an understanding of. And I think it's only natural for us as human beings to be able to solve that thing as quickly as possible. I mean, when you think about it, that's how our brain is wired. Survival mode. Absolutely. Whenever you have a problem, it's like, I, I just got to figure it out. I got to get through this as fast as possible. Your brain does not want to engage in long-term healing. It doesn't want you to actually stop. For example, if you're experiencing a financial problem, right? You can't pay a bill. Your brain doesn't want you to think, okay, it's okay to take a month to possibly be in debt and then find other ways to pay that. Your brain wants you to think, how do I get through this fast enough so I can survive this particular moment? Very true. Great stuff, Oleg. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story and for the conversation today, sharing about your nonprofit and your business and just such great stuff that you've learned over the course of time. And, you know, like I said, flipping it into a positive, it's such a powerful thing. I want to remind people to visit you at overcomingodds.today where they can check out your podcast, the events that you're participating in and organizing, and also share their stories and experiences on your platform. Thank you, my friend. This has been great. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you again real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.